Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I am your humble host, Richard Holdridge, as we have a lot to talk about in the world of sports as we just had a big Labor Day weekend. We're going to talk a little bit about Novak Djokovic getting disqualified from the U.S. Open. We have week one of college football. We have the NBA playoffs and we had the Kentucky Derby. But first, well, it wasn't a good sight for tennis star Novak Djokovic, the number one seed on the men's side in the U.S. Open, and he got disqualified, and he was losing in his match, and he accidentally hit the the judge. Well, I don't know. It might have been intentional. I saw the video. He got disqualified. He's out. Probably means Roger Federer or Rafael Nadal is going to win another U.S. Open, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Really, there's not a whole lot when it comes to tennis. Tennis, by the way, is the most social distance sporting event that you could possibly play. And a lot of people are encouraging young people to go out and play tennis in lieu of this pandemic. I think it's a great idea. I'm going to go pick up a racket myself. But, you know, it's unfortunate. And that was the biggest story over the past weekend. Another big story is the Tennessee Titans signed Jadavian Clowney, the talented pass rusher. Does this make the Tennessee Titans favorites to reach the Super Bowl? I mean, come on. They went to the AFC Championship game last year. They re-upped on Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill, and now they have their their fearsome pass rusher. Uh, Jadavian Clowney is a difference maker. I remember seeing him in, in that Monday night game against the Seahawks and 49ers. He had two strip sacks. One was a sack return, strip sack return touchdown. Jadavian Clowney has always been a wrecker, and a lot of people think, well, he's not really worth the money. I think he is. I think Jadavian Clowney, who almost got picked picked up by the Saints. How dangerous would the Saints be if they would have got him? But the NFL wouldn't allow it, and uh, I think that's a good move. Uh, We got football coming up this Thursday night, the Houston Texans, with Deshaun Watson getting a big mega deal going up against Patrick Mahomes. I wonder how Mitchell Trubisky feels. You know, the Chicago Bears did name him the starting quarterback for week one, and that should be good. And good news if you're a 49ers fan, Debo Samuel could be ready for week one, and they've decided to keep Fred Warner on the 53-man roster. He is out with COVID, the star linebacker who is going to be a pro bowler this year, I think. He's going to have a much better season this year than he did last year. And the 49ers will take on the Arizona Cardinals in week one. Locally here in Georgia, the Atlanta Falcons will take on the Seattle Seahawks. The newly looked Seattle Seahawks with Jamal Adams. They also got Josh Gordon on the wide receiving core. And Russell Wilson, still great. And the Seahawks are going to be one of the favorites to reach the Super Bowl. You're going to look at that and think, well, they're the favorite. Well, every time they play the Falcons, like last year they took on the Falcons. The Falcons had Matt Schaub at quarterback rather than Matt Ryan. The Atlanta Falcons are going to 
going to make some moves. I actually think that they're going to pick up Mohamed Sanu. The Patriots just released him, and that was their second wide receiver that they traded to the Patriots for a draft pick last season. And who knows? I, they do have Laquan Treadwell. They have Calvin Ridley. He's going to have a bounce back year. You know, he suffered the injury that he had last season. And of course, Julio Jones. And of course, Hayden Hurst is now their talented tight end. Is that an upgrade from Austin Hooper? Uh, tell me what you think. I, I don't know. I, I think I'm really looking forward to seeing what Hayden Hurst can do. And I also really looking forward to seeing what Todd Gurley can do. And this Atlanta Falcons team now has Chris Listrom and Kayla McGarry on the right side of the offensive line. They didn't have Chris Listrom all the way until the end of the season. And that team went six and two. That Falcons team that started one and seven, I don't think that's the Falcons team you're going to get. But I also feel that Dan Quinn is on the hot seat and the Falcons do not make the playoffs. Dan Quinn is gone. The defense is going to look a little bit different. I think Keanu Neal is going to be the biggest question mark. Let's see how he holds up. In the last two seasons, he has suffered a gruesome season-ending knee injury, ACL. And what type of player is Keanu Neal going to be, along with Ricardo Allen? A.J. Terrell is now the starting cornerback opposite of Isaiah Oliver, and he takes the place of Desmond Trufant. And on a side I know uh, Devonta Freeman still doesn't have a job. I wonder who is going to sign him. You know, this is a talented running back. Maybe it's just the system. I'm not sure. And uh, Edo Smith is trying to get a bounce back here after having the injury he suffered last year. So the Atlanta Falcons, big game against the Seattle Seahawks. And then in week two, they take on the Dallas Cowboys. So Pro Football Weekly says that the Atlanta Falcons have the toughest schedule in all of football. So all the pressure is on the Falcons, especially with the Saints and the Buccaneers being improved. They have the Buccaneers as ranked as the third best team in the NFC. That is crazy. If you look at all their additions with Leonard Fournette and Rob Gronkowski and of course Tom Brady and that defense is great. We shall see how it goes. The Carolina Panthers still a great team. Uh, Christian McCaffrey number one on most fantasy football drafts. I know a lot of people had their fantasy football drafts the past weekend. I know I did. Very disappointed because in the snake draft I went eighth and I think I picked 12 like I think it was 10 teams and they snaked around and and I got I auto drafted because I didn't show up for the draft and they picked two running backs that were ranked high and I had uh, Kenyon Drake and Miles Sanders which were the two top ranked running backs. So my first two picks were running backs, but they weren't world beaters. And then of course I had Carson Wentz in in the third round and and he's he's a, a middle tier quarterback and and he he's always hurt. My plans of possibly going back to back in the fantasy football championship is probably not going to happen cuz my team is just not all that great. And it's my fault because I decided not to show up for the draft. All right, moving along to NBA basketball as we had the play Playoffs last night, the Milwaukee Bucks, despite Giannis going out in the second quarter, managed to get the game over the Miami Heat. Uh, Tyler Hero was shooting big threes. Chris Middleton was shooting big threes. And, and they just were going back and forth. And Milwaukee survives and they avoid the sweep. And I know that Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler, he was saying that they were taking their foot off the gas pedal when Giannis went out. The fire that Milwaukee Bucks had as they tried to get back into that series was great and in the nightcap the Houston Rockets just lay down and let the Lakers just take over the game they were down 21 points and then came back but Russell Westbrook was a non-factor. James Harden scored 24 points, but he had 11 three throws. He was a non-factor. The Los Angeles Lakers, with the return of Rajon Rondo, he could be a difference maker. 
So you have Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Rajon Rondo, Danny Green, a lot of veteran play, and I think the Lakers are going to find a way to bounce back. And as they've evened the series, I think that they could control this series. You have the Los Angeles Clippers even up with the Denver Nuggets at one apiece. Denver just found a way to win game two as they made adjustments. And then, of course, the Boston Celtics and the Toronto Raptors, which is really the series that I'm intrigued about. The Raptors were down 0-2, and they climbed back in. They tie it up, and they're now all even at two apiece, and they will have game five. And hopefully, you know, usually game fives in the NBA playoffs is a turning point for a lot of teams. I'm looking forward to that series as well. A lot of great NBA matchups, and the TV broadcast is fun. I enjoy watching it, and I can't even tell that they're going to be in a bubble. So you got to think, what's going to be the next season going to look like? Of course, with this pandemic still going on, I think... Think that the NBA teams will have the arenas again and they'll play without fans. They're probably going to have the model of baseball and football and we'll start off with possibly no fans. But if you look at college football over the weekend, you know, I, I saw Eastern Kentucky and Marshall. I saw Arkansas State and Memphis. That was the primetime game. And there were some fans in the stands, no more than 5,000 fans. They were spread out throughout the football stadiums. You had Middle Tennessee State and Army. Army won that game 42 nothing. We have a big game. This is probably the biggest game in college football is Navy and BYU tonight. And I watched a little bit of college game day. They had, you know, the the pandemic cameras, you know, everybody's on a webcam at home. It was was great to see Lee Corso make his picks and just the atmosphere of going to a campus is not going to happen for a while. And we just got to accept that reality. I mean, that was was excitement. The excitement about watching college game day in the mornings is getting to see them go to those college campuses and see those signs. And we just, we're not going to have that for a while. And week two is going to be very intriguing. You got Clemson going up against Wake Forest. You got Syracuse and North Carolina. The Thursday night game is going to be UAB versus the University of Miami. And of course, the week after that, that's when it really starts to kick off because you have SEC play. You have Alabama and Missouri, and you have Georgia and Arkansas. Uh, Unfortunately, Jamie Newman opted out of this season due to COVID. So who's going to be the starting quarterback for the University of Georgia? Is it going to be JT Daniels or K1 Matt? Kwan Mathis, the talented four-star quarterback. JT Daniels was the transfer from USC. He was a five-star talent, and we shall see how Georgia, who's preseason ranked fourth in all of college football, a lot of people's picks to make the college football playoff, but still, Alabama is at top of the SEC, and uh, don't don't be surprised if Florida creeps in, because if Florida can beat Georgia, they'll get to the SEC title game as well, because remember, they had a great season last year, going all the way to the Orange Bowl, defeating Virginia, and their only two losses were to Georgia and LSU. So college football's ramping up. We had the Kentucky Derby over the weekend, and Tis the Law lost in a close finish, so no Triple Crown this year. Tis the Law, of course, won the Belmont Stakes. Of course, with the pandemic, all the horse races are not in order, so we'll have the Preakness coming up, and then of course, we have some big sporting events. We got the Masters in November, and I'm looking forward to all these sporting events that we're going to get to see all at once, especially when we got the NBA playoffs and football happening at the same time. Can't forget about baseball. The Atlanta Braves doing well. They're in first place in the NL East. They had another big win over the Washington Nationals, 10-3, to and Josh Tomlin picks up the win. Uh, Max Fried actually lost over the weekend, but Ian Anderson is going to go today, and he is a very 
talented number two pitcher for the Braves. Of course, Freddie Freeman hit a grand slam. Marcelo Zuna hit another home run. Ronald Acuna. The bats are just getting hot. I'm really impressed with Austin Riley. In his second year, you know, he hit 17 home runs last year. But I think Austin Riley, who's only batting 244, but he can get going if he gets the bats going and the Atlanta Braves start rolling like they should be. Of course, the Dodgers lost and the Phillies lost. So the Braves still have a three-game lead over the Phillies who have been hot. You know, Bryce Harper has just been the outspoken team leader of the Phillies and they're trying to make their surge to try to get into the postseason. Remember, the postseason has expanded this year, so it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to seeing that and I'm actually looking forward to maybe getting my cardboard cutout for uh, the opener of the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Arizona Cardinals. They, I saw an email saying that you would like to have a cardboard cutout. I'm a longtime diehard 49ers and Giants fan. I could probably see myself with a cardboard cutout over there at Oracle Park. That's neither here nor there. I'm really excited that I get to do a show. Let me tell you something. It's been almost a year since I've revamped this podcast. It used to be a YouTube channel. I've been doing this uh, for 11 years. I started years ago just trying to get it going. And uh, we have just taken off, hit the ground running. And I'm just excited that I get to get on the air and do my podcast. I hope that you're able to download this podcast wherever you get your podcast. And as more sports come, I will try to get another show and get more into detail about all the sporting events. I just want to thank all my listeners who have listened to me. And don't forget to like my Facebook page. I am on Facebook, The Sports Beat with Richard Holdred. And comment down below if you just excited about sports and you want to hear a topic and I'd love to hear your feedback. All right. Well, everybody have a great day. Enjoy your Labor Day and I will talk to you soon. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.